Hello and welcome to the Ted Jones World Podcast. Just kidding, if you've never listened to this before, I am not English. I'm from freaking New York. Actually, matter of fact, I spent the first six weeks of my life in New Jersey. New Brunswick was born there, then I moved to Manhattan. If you guys didn't know that, I bit my lip also pretty hard. I think it was yesterday, and I'm feeling the effects more so today. I was trying to eat, and I just kept biting my lip. You know when you just get that really good, nice jaw-clenching bite on the lip, which just really does not feel good. Guys, today, a weird day. Slept for like nine hours last night and then just woke up like an hour ago from an hour and a half nap. It's so weird how that happens. I never really know when I'm going to nap and how long it's going to take me out for. Back's a little bit sore today, but hey, whatever. I'll get better. Guys, so much crazy stuff going on in the news today. Putin finally invaded Ukraine after months of hoping that it wouldn't happen, but now it's looking like... Even everyday civilians who live in Ukraine are suiting up to join the army. You know, apparently as of right now, I read online that anyone who's 18 to 60 years old, who's a man, is not allowed out of the country right now. And there was like a huge missile that hit an apartment building in Kiev, which is like the main city, capital city of Ukraine. And it's just a crazy thought, you know, like when you actually do see this video of a regular building in a regular capital city getting bombed it's like wow i mean that could potentially happen anywhere right like something like that could happen on 35th and 3rd i'm interested to see what happens with with the united states and helping out ukraine you know obviously we're doing some things financially that will look to slow putin and russia down but you know i've heard this from a number of people and i don't necessarily agree or disagree but people are saying look this would never happen if trump was president but i think we'd have a number of other issues if trump was still president you know and i hope that trump doesn't you know take advantage of this particular point in history to run again in 2024 and be like look this would have never happened if i was president you know because we had so many issues when trump was around just moral issues and him saying that Putin made a good move by invading Ukraine and him saying that Putin is really smart in doing so. It's just like, really, dude? Like, I don't understand why you're here talking talking all that shit. Like, that's the last thing people of the world want to hear. And, like, I, I don't know. I haven't really heard from anyone, I mean, especially in media, that's, like, fully for this war besides Putin. So is the blood on Putin's hands, as Biden and other other world leaders have said? Yeah, sure. I saw the Ukrainian president saying that he doesn't need a way out of Ukraine. He just needs help with ammunition. And they're taking, or the Ukrainian army is actually taking donations in Ether and Bitcoin. Because right now, guys, even for the Ukrainian people, I mean, one of the safer things right now is crypto. If bank assets are frozen, like cryptocurrency, you know, can't be frozen. You have it on your litter letter excuse me you have it on your ledger wallet i'm gonna actually show you guys my little ledger right here because apparently they're saying that nowadays you really should not have your crypto on exchanges the way it's getting hacked now nft is potentially not safe on like the coinbase wallet but here is my ledger if you guys are watching on the youtube channel or on spotify right now so here it's unhackable Guys, you know, you plug this into the computer and people are saying more and more each day, you got to take your money off the exchanges, off of the Coinbase, off of the Coinbase wallet. If you have those $100 of Shiba Inu coin that I told you guys to get a couple months ago, it should be on your ledger. You know, I actually probably do need to do that soon. I have Shiba Inu on my Coinbase wallet and I assume a lot of people, if they have NFTs and stuff, could be on their Coinbase wallet, but... This ledger thing was like fifty nine ninety nine, and it keeps my crypto, you know, one hundred percent safe. I'm in charge of it.
And especially during a time like this where banks, excuse me, bank accounts are being frozen, it's a scary time. And having a ledger and having all the money with you, you know, um, I think it makes you a little bit more safe. I really am interested to see, though, how this moves forward. You know, it's such a scary thought. It really is such a scary thought. So God bless all the people in Ukraine, obviously all the citizens of Russia too that are opposing this war. If you guys see like the, a lot of Russians are hitting the streets saying they do not want this war to happen and who could blame them? It's a scary situation for everyone. All right, guys. Well, lighter note, we have the Ted Jones Comedy Show tomorrow night, March 1st, 7 p.m. It's going to be very exciting. And, guys, we're going to have more guests on the podcast, all right? I know you guys love it when we have guests. We have comics coming on. And within the next month, month and a half or so, we definitely should have a few guests. I've already reached out to a number of comics, and um, they're coming through the podcast. And we've been doing this podcast now, guys, since August 2019. And as I'm watching this Kanye documentary, it's funny how – Kanye broke his jaw in three places. I broke my jaw in three places. And Kanye wrote through the wire when he still had wire in his mouth from jaw surgery. And I still had broken bones in my face from jaw surgery. So are Kanye and I similar in that way? Yes, absolutely. Because I just rebit my lip. As I was talking about on the top of this episode, it's right there, right? Like, how could you not bite it? But I watched the uh, the second part of the documentary for the Kanye West trilogy, and it was great. great. It's just super, super inspiring. And then it was funny. My filmer, Shuey, who was on the couch here a couple times for um, a couple of episodes of the podcast, podcast. he was saying, dude, dude you got to start keeping more of the footage. Because, like, recently, within, within, like, the last, last few months, I've, I've just been, been anytime, like, like too, too much, much, uh, too much data, data gets on this computer, computer. I sometimes just delete it. But I'm going to do a better job trying to save all the footage that we have on YouTube. So, got to do a better job of, um, you know, keeping everything um, on tap and keeping everything on, like, an extra hard drive, which I've been doing recently. But super excited for the Ted Jones Comedy Shows coming up. And then I also have other shows that I'm doing. I'm doing uh, uh, V-Spot, St. Mark's. Uh, March 6th at 8 p.m. And then I'm also doing the Comedy Shop, which is March 10th. So if you guys can't make the Ted Jones Comedy Shows on March 1st, March 15th, March 29th, just hit me up on DM and uh, we'll get you to um, another show. And I do typically tend to get more nervous at shows that are not mine. Yes, I've been asked that question multiple times. Like, when it's the Ted Jones Comedy Show, I feel like I really don't have much room to get nervous. Like, I got to come out of the gate. Be super excited, super fired up. Like, let's go. Welcome to Ted Joe's Comedy Show. Make some noise. Stuff like that. But when it's not my show, you know, I go up there. I'm like, hey, what's up? How's it going? And then, you know, I run through my set, get off stage. But like the Ted Jones Comedy Show, I go up there, do it anywhere from like a 12 to 15 minute set. Then we do like a one to two minute freestyle with Dr. Brick and then get the show rolling. So there's less room to make, um, you know, personal mistakes on those Ted Jones comedy shows, you know, cause I really don't want to screw up the vibe. Like I just like controlling the, the hype, the kind of energy level. I don't know. That makes it exciting for me. And that's why I would tend to get more nervous at a show. That's not mine. Cause I feel like more things could potentially go wrong. You know, obviously not saying that they do go wrong when it's not my show, but like when I'm just a member of somebody else's show, I just feel like, you know, you can only really do so much for your particular set. You know, like you don't really have options to change the vibe of the show. You know, that's usually up to the host. BBC News right here. Kiev braced for incoming missile attacks. That's what I was talking to you guys about. Um, one of those missiles going into an apartment building. It says residents are under strict curfew until Monday morning as air raid sirens 
sound across the Ukrainian capital. You know, like in watching TikTok, there's so many false narratives that um, are coming to light just because people want to get viral for a moment. You know, I saw this um, this little clip apparently that's like not even true of these Russian paratroopers six years ago. It's like slowly parachuting into an unknown destination, but it, the person who made the video made it seem like they were parachuting into Kiev. So a lot of misinformation out there. You guys got to make sure that you're listening to the right people. Tune into Ted Jones World Podcast. You're hearing all the true information, all right? Actually, you know, I try and give as much true info as possible, but sometimes I just say the wrong stuff. And also, oh my gosh, if you guys go back to one of the first few episodes that I was recording, I was talking about, oh, I like Beyond Meat. But since then, since that point, the high point of Beyond Meat, we're down like 65%, which is freaking crazy. I think that... It's going to be vegan, all right? The future is absolutely vegan, but Beyond Meat is a company in the vegan realm. So maybe they're not doing so well right now in terms of stock, but I think that's the way the future is going to move towards. Less animal cruelty, less human cruelty, and, um, you know, we're, we're seeing more people come to, the, come to the backing of people from other countries now, especially with this war dooming over our heads who knows what's going to happen even china is saying russia you need to chill most leaders are telling putin that he's got to chill out except for our former president donald trump even andre rublev when he won the dubai open he wrote on one of the cameras no war please and he's from russia i wonder how many people really have pulled to the point where they can like speak to putin and be like dude I mean, what are you really trying to get out of this? Do you want to start a world war? I mean, we do kind of know what he wants to get out of this, right? He just wants Ukraine to follow more of the Russian government protocols and kind of maybe move back into the Soviet Union as they once were back in the USSR days. I don't know. Somebody who's American who could potentially talk to Putin, Pamela Anderson, if you guys have seen that they do have a relationship in the past, like they've spoken to each other, and I'm sure that, uh, Putin sees Pamela as his muse, you know, like Julia Fox was Josh Shafty's muse in Uncut Gems, you know what I mean? In 2012, Pamela Anderson met publicly with a Russian deputy trade representative and a senior council member and gave them a bouquet of pink roses after the celebratory meeting as a result of her work with Putin. Retire Russian has entirely banned Canadian harp seal products. So Pam Anderson went to Russia and was saying, look, we need to cut it out with the animal products. So I have seen a couple articles from this, but I didn't really know what it meant. West to cut some Russian banks off from SWIFT. So the EU, US, and their allies have agreed to cut off a number of Russian banks from the main international payment system, SWIFT. This is intended to cut off these institutions from international financial flows, which will massively restrict their global operations. A German government spokesperson said Russia is heavily reliant on the SWIFT system for its oil and gas exports. So while oil prices are shooting up, um, you know, I think more sanctions financially on Russia will really, really take them out. If all countries band together and they're like, yo, Russia cannot spend all this extra money and have access to this money, even the oligarchs in Russia, you know, are going to have to find some way to move about their assets without them being frozen by other parts of the government, the international government, the UN. I mean, the damage in Kiev seems to be already done, you know, with these missile attacks at night. We'll see. I mean, we'll really see the damage if they do send a nuclear weapon over there, which would be catastrophic, terrible. And if you guys have seen, like, what a nuclear missile can do to a city or to a country even, like, if it was dropped in Times Square in Manhattan, people even in Weehawken would die, would feel the effects from the um, 
from the nuclear attack. So if it like hit the middle of Manhattan, like chances are all the buildings would just be destroyed and demolished. Crazy how science has taken us so far to the fact that we're able to make these enormous bombs and they're so incredibly strong that leaders of countries can now take over take over the narrative of the world. Putin is taking over the narrative of the world. You know, like I don't think I'm really even saying that questionably, but he really is um, making a name for himself and he's going to be in the history books for doing this. We could see tensions increase between Taiwan and China while at the same time the Chinese leader is telling Russia to slow down and chill out. I mean, President Xi is not too happy with Taiwan. So uh, we'll see. Hopefully nothing happens there. I just pulled up the New York Post. They have like good headline titles. Sometimes it says Putin is raging. Russian leader fumes in mountain layers. Ukraine proves harder to conquer than previously thought. Russian President Vladimir Putin is furious that his invasion of Ukraine hasn't been easy after Russian troops haven't taken any major city yet, according to a member of the European Union Parliament. Hockey Hall of Famer goaltender Dominic Kasich, who I remember hearing about, has called for NHL to suspend all Russian players after Vladimir Putin ordered the invasion of Ukraine. I mean, that'd be crazy. They're already taking certain events from the country of Russia. And, like, imagine if they banned Russia for, like, the next hundred years in the Olympics. I mean, would that be something that would slow them down? I just wonder what would slow Putin down. You know, like, what sanctions are going to have Putin put down his weapons and go back to world peace? Like, what is, what's it going to be? But the more assets we freeze, the more oligarchs we affect, I think that that's going to really have a a strong effect on what Putin's going to do. Because once the billionaires in Russia start going after Putin and they're like, all right, man, we don't have any assets in the United States. They're seizing our assets in other countries in Europe. What should we do, man? What are we going to do here? It doesn't make any sense. You know, in tennis, in watching tennis, Daniel Medvedev just became number one in the world, just past Novak Djokovic. In the rankings, he's number one in the world. But this happened as Russia was invading Ukraine. He's not getting as many flowers as he would as if... <laughs> Russian wouldn't be invading Ukraine at this current time. So it's a scary thought. What's going to happen with athletes in Russia? Because as you guys know, Russian athletes are all over the place in terms of world sports, Olympics, hockey, tennis, even women's sports as well. Like even Roman Abramovich, Russian oligarch, seeds control a famed UK soccer team as threat of sanctions loom. This guy has one of the biggest yachts in the world. This guy's in St. Bart's partying with all the celebs and everything. Is he going to be able to do that nowadays? Well, I mean, he, he still has his 500-foot bot, uh, boat, excuse me, Eclipse. But, um, you know, if he has to seize ownership of that, I can imagine that it's going to start to get messy between the citizens of Russia and Putin. Hey, it's going to get difficult once people's assets start to get turned over to foreign governments. That's when we're going to see it be an issue. Once people's yachts get taken away because they're not in Russia, once people's planes get taken away because they're not in Russia, once somebody who's really rich in Russia gets affected by this war, I think we're going to start to see some change. You know, there's so many billionaires in Russia, and right now they're okay with oil prices shooting through the roof. It doesn't really affect them as much as if their asset being completely taken over would. And once we start freezing these assets, like SWIFT, and other countries go to bat for Ukraine, it's going to be tougher and tougher for Russia to stand on their own two legs, all right? I wish peace and love in the world. Serious episode today, Ted Jones World Podcast. Come to the Ted Jones Comedy Show tomorrow night. We will have many uh, comedian guests coming on within the next few weeks. I'm very excited, but thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we'll see you guys on Thursday, all right? Peace.